you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network podcast. Every fall, confident high school seniors transform into nervous college freshmen. They leave their parents' homes for the hallowed halls of higher education. And like any new venture, starting college holds the promise of limitless opportunity. The opportunity to conquer a new territory or to try and be a little less lonely. But just because the opportunity presents itself doesn't mean everybody is ready to take it. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season three, episode two, The Freshman. Not Freshman, Freshman. <laughs> yeah. Original air date, September 21st of 2009, written by Amanda Lasher and directed by Norman Buckley. Blair begins NYU, determined to keep her Queen Bee status, but Georgina has other ideas. Serena recruits Carter to get even with Chuck. Yep. Yep. (sighs) Blair and Serena were quite petty in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. In honor of NYU, I chose to call the drink, this drink tonight, the Bobcat. That's their uh, mascot. Oh, cute. Yes. And NYU's colors are white and purple. So I went with the violet drink from Starbucks. I doctored it up just a little bit. I added extra blackberries to it. If you don't know what a violet drink is, it's pretty much, uh, it's usually made with soy milk, but we got coconut milk, uh, the passion tea from Starbucks, unsweetened, and blackberries. It was delicious. Yeah, really refreshing. And now I have seltzer to uh, refresh me even more. I always look forward to getting coffee with you because I (laughs) get the same beverage. I get the same two. I never get fun drinks, and Liz always gets the colorful, pretty fun drinks that are healthy at the same sort time. Of. Yeah, I try not to get, because Starbucks, you can go crazy. Yeah. I mean, the Frappuccinos, everything is so caloric and so sugary that I try, and usually, if I'm going to get a fun drink, I usually make it unsweetened tea. Yeah. And then I'll add fruits to it, or I'll add whole leaf sweetener, the stevia sweetener. Right. So it's like less caloric, but also still really pretty and tastes really good. And I just never think to do that. Right. And usually I don't like cold drinks unless it is the iced tea. Me neither. So yeah, if I'm getting coffee from Starbucks, it's generally not fun coffee. But if I'm getting (laughs) like a three o'clock beverage, I'll get this. Very good. Yeah. So the episode begins with All of our students getting ready for orientation week or weekend. I'm not really sure how long they're there for. Oh, my God. You're right. For some reason, I obviously it was very apparent to me that Blair was going for orientation. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, Padge and Vanessa are already in there. Right. Like they it seemed as though during orientation, they moved into their room. Yeah. I feel like orientation usually like stay with like. You guys let us know because Michelle and I didn't go away to school. So I feel like you usually like stay with like a, another like an under uh, upperclassman and like you see what the campus is like and you get like, acclimated. And then when you move in, you meet your roommate and that's when you like move your stuff in. But it seemed to me like they were moving their stuff in. Like they already knew who their roommates were and Vanessa was down the hall. We haven't seen Padge's. No, but Padge... He was at Brooklyn because it was orientation week, but he does say that he's going to live at the dorms. Yeah. So we haven't really gotten to that yet. We don't see any of the Padge's living situation as of yet. So we'll start off with Blair. Uh, Chuck drops her off at NYU. And like all of us, Chuck is like, Blair, you're not a dorm kind of girl. And she's like, no, no, no. This is just a temporary arrangement. And it's only so that she can become the queen of NYU. But Chuck and all of us are like, Blair, there is no queen of NYU. This isn't Constance. You don't need to rule. This is college. And she claims that she knows what she's doing. But I really thought we were past this, especially with prom happening and I her know. and Serena had the whole talk of, right, like, we're we did this, it. we're done, we're going to move on to bigger and better things. There is, n- I don't know, I was just not into this storyline. No, it's really, we like took a Tired. step back. Yeah, we yeah. took a step back is a perfect way to put it. Yeah, I know. It's 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 frustrating. 
Um, but we do have Blair at campus and she's mentoring her fellow students because she's also a freshman in college and she's providing them with gifts and their new headbands <laughs> and Blair's looking at Dorota like these girls need a lot of work and as she's talking to Dorota telling Dorota she thinks she's in a single room Georgina walks in and announces herself as Blair's roommate and Georgina plays it up well she's like oh my god I didn't no, you're my roommate. It's like, bitch, you requested her. Yeah, we already knew this. So this whole time, I'm like, it's such a facade because you requested Blair. You did this for a reason. We just don't really know exactly yeah. what that reason is. And so to make matters worse for Blair, Vanessa is <laughs> down the hall. She lives in their dorm, too, on the same floor. Which is so stupid because Vanessa's really no threat. She's Georgina, not. yeah. There's right. a lot of beef there, but Vanessa, I mean... Right. I mean, her and Chuck did sleep together, but right. no one knows. Well, I, people yeah, know, but yeah. Blair really just always hated Vanessa yeah, I know. because she's never really liked Padge. And she's kind of Brooklyn trash, And she's right? yeah, trash to her, and they're from different worlds, and she just doesn't understand her. And they just will never be friends. I just, yeah. Um, Blair is incredibly frustrated by Georgina being her roommate, Vanessa being down the hall. So she calls Dorota to plan a big party because what does Blair do when she's frustrated to throw a party well she has to win somehow she's got to do something something extreme and so later on that night Blair throws a sushi soiree which made me crave sushi so badly fish party <laughs> yeah the fish party <laughs> and no one ends up coming to her sushi fish party uh, except for this girl named Amalia and Amalia is trying to get to know Blair and Blair wants something to do with her and Amalia states that she believes everyone on the floor is over at some room watching a movie and, like, eating pizza. And Blair's like, wait, what? They're not at my party? What room could this be? So she heads over to her room because it's also Georgina's room. And they have just finished wrapping up on a movie that was directed by <laughs> Vanessa Abrams. <laughs> of course it was. Blair is then trying to get everyone to come to her back to her party. And they're like, we just ate. We don't really want your fish party and so Georgina ends up like going and pushing Blair out the door and closing the door in her face also at this moment right we when we last saw Georgina last season we thought mm. she was a changed Christian girl right and she tells Blair she's she's she, a changed yeah. Christian girl and I still wasn't sure if I believed her or not Going back and forth, and then it's she's still like, in this. You're still it's no hard. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then I was, then she's like, "Oh, the bitch is back, right?" Yeah. And then even when they first run into together, you're like, "Oh, I don't know if I believe Regina." But as she's closing the door, you can see it in her mm -hmm. eye. She gives her that eye of, mm, "You better watch yourself." She, yeah, she's like, "I am planning something. Just nobody. You're the only one who really truly understands it." Yeah. Yeah. So that should be fun. Let's talk about Serena a little bit. Unfortunately, oh, uh, we have to talk about her. We're over at the Vanderwoodsons that morning. Serena is on the phone with Dan, and she is advising him to make up with Vanessa. They shouldn't throw all their years of friendship away. And then ends up telling him that she's thinks he's so lucky because he found a school that's perfectly suited for him. And then Dan questions, isn't that brown for you? And it's very obvious that Serena's having doubts about brown. So when Serena hangs up the phone, Rufus enters her room to tell her that the card of Providence is ready to take her to college. And so we think Serena gets in the car to go to brown, but she ends up at the Palace Hotel to stay with her stepbrother, Chuck, because she deferred her acceptance to brown. And even Lily sent her a text message. Yeah, like, good luck on your first day. So Love proud you. of you. Yeah, and even Rufus does say, like, you know, your mom and I are so proud of you, and they hug, and it's so sweet. Yeah. But then ultimately, you can tell she's clearly having issues with this, and so she ends up going to the palace. Serena tells Chuck that she doesn't really know who she wants to be or what she wants to be, and like her, Unlike her friends, she's not excited about going to school. And Chuck then does say, like, kids that have wealth don't really need college degrees. It's more of, like, an accessory. Yeah. But Serena knows that Lily will not hear of this. 
And then Chuck is also concerned that this has something to do with Carter because mm. he saw them at the polo match. And Serena assures him that they haven't seen each other since then, which is true. But I mean, it's just his arch nemesis. I don't really know why we have to keep including him yeah. in conversation. Yeah. But um, then Chuck shows Serena his plans to take an old art deco building and make it into like a speakeasy. <laughs> and needs Serena to disappear later on because he's going to have a meeting about this. And so then he does have his meeting and everything's going okay. And he doesn't mention making it a club on purpose because he doesn't want to ruin the deal. But then, of course, blabbermouth Serena comes walking in very loud and rudely. She's so she says she broke her heel. She's so sorry. And like then she like is on the couch. I'm like, go take it into another room. If you broke your heel, like please be quiet. Like you can see he's in the middle of a meeting. And then goes up to the rep and's like, Yeah, this speakeasy, a club in the vault. It's like, bitch, read it's the also room. Just you arrive to Chuck. He's the only person who you've now opened up to and said you're not going to college. He takes you in and he he's asks like for one thing. One thing. And he's even so, he agrees with you, like, oh, college isn't right. for us. Just be, don't show up during this time Ugh. because I have an important meeting. And she's so on board, and she, you could tell that she's into it and proud. But it's just always like when it's convenient for Serena, right? Yeah, she's so she so, is proud of him. Like this is such a yeah. cool idea, and she wants to like be on Team Chuck. But it doesn't end in her favor. And after the deal breaks, Serena does apologize to Chuck, but he doesn't even want to hear it. He yells at her and then calls her a train wreck. But she is <laughs> but at she this is. point. I'm like, valid. She is because... She's just in this la-la land, which, granted, they're 18 years old. You can be You can point. be. But the people around her are trying to get their lives together, and she's just like... Yeah, space cadet. Yeah, Um, she's not flourishing. But you know who is flourishing is our buddy Padge. To segue over to Padgy boy. Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're into the Padge look this season. Really into the. Not only are we into the Padge look, most excited about Padge's storyline. Yeah, me too. Which like we never would have said that the last two seasons. So I hope our. Padge boys are proud. Yes. I know they're sad. We're not a fan of sad. We're not a sad. We're not on the sad train by any means. But, but Padge, Padge. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So after Padge hangs up with Serena, he's at a coffee shop, the only coffee shop at NYU, apparently, even though they're in the city, and uh, bumps into this girl named Katie, who was like eavesdropping on his conversation. And she recognizes him because of his piece in The New Yorker. And she's mad, but also glad that it's him because she also wrote in for this piece. <laughs> and it's just like a hot mess. It's, it's so just like weird. a train wreck that you're watching, but also you can't look away. And she's so excited. She invites him to be part of their writers group at NYU. So like already Padge is getting the golden ticket. Later on, he walks to gra- to orientation to find Scott and Vanessa like making out and this is when Scott and Dan officially meet and there's definitely tension still between him and Vanessa but to break the tension Blair comes through in her limo and she tells the crew like we don't know each other here and Vanessa and Padre like it's fine we don't need we don't need to know you either later on that day though Dan and Vanessa do meet in the bookstore. They're apparently going to be taking the same class or the same professor. And they do apologize to each other and they discuss Scott. And really before they can like get into the nitty gritty of Scott, Georgina comes and interrupts them saying she wants a fresh start. Like, I just want to, you know, be cool with you guys. Maybe we can get some coffee, but they're not into this. They decline this invitation And then Vanessa does feel badly, and she wonders if they were maybe too harsh on her and decides to take Georgina up on her offer. And But even that moment, I know, Georgina, I don't feel bad for her. (laughs) I don't know if I feel bad for her because I don't know what I believe with her. I know, it's true. Yeah, like, uh, and then you see Dan, and I'm like, oh, Dan, you're so mean to her, but also, like, uh, look at all the shit she's put you through throughout the year. And I actually, I have to give. Padge some props being like mm, I don't know if this is such a good idea right. yeah. trying to be honest I feel college just it's looking good on him it is it's looking real good 
The next day, we have Serena. She spent the night over in Brooklyn because of her fight with Chuck. And uh, Dan suggests that she talk to Rufus with some advice because maybe he could help, which we're like, yeah, hello, please do. So Serena heads over to the penthouse to talk to Rufus, but finds Chuck there instead. And he's already shared the news of her dropping out of Brown. Yeah. Uh, So Rufus is obviously upset and upset that she lied and states that if she goes back today, like he won't tell Lily anything and thinks that it's a mistake. And Serena then, of course, feels threatened by this and states that Rufus is even more afraid of Lily than she is and tells him that she's not going to Brown and go tell Lily if you must. And she leaves. When she leaves, she goes in the elevator to call Carter because she wants to celebrate her deferral from Brown. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. Carter and Serena meet up for drinks at, of course, the restaurant that Chuck just happens to be at. And she eggs on Carter to go up to him and tease him in front of all these businessmen. And the two of them very childishly, more childishly is Serena you know, eggs him on and they reveal secrets about Chuck that are very embarrassing. And then, of course, Serena drops the the bomb of, yeah, he's going to make the vault space a a speakeasy. And so you can tell that Carter now knows, like, oh, I'm just a pawn in all of this. And Chuck said, I tried to vouch to you about you towards Rufus because I really was concerned. But like, now forget it because you're an asshole. And really in that (laughs) scene, Chuck could have, said way worse things oh, and have acted yeah. just as immature He could have, back. like, beat up Carter. He, oh, you know, sure, he could have but had he didn't. Aggression. And the fact that she's so... She's just so, I think, currently sad and lost in her life that one person to treat her poorly, she's like, well, I could just take it out on this person of a yeah. distraction. Right, and then Carter realizes this, and they are at the bar portion. Serena goes up to him and... You can tell he's mad because he's like, you're using me and I don't want to be the bad habit that you keep leaning on. Like, I understand everything with your dad is not going well, but like, just grow up already. Okay. All right. Thank you for bringing up the The father. father. Because last episode, we end with her working with the photographer, the paparazzi photographer about how we need this photo of her on the horse Mm -hmm. everywhere. And I said, wow, I'm really excited for this storyline. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? I know. And the longer her dad, you know, isn't there, the longer we have to deal with, like, Serena acting out. But so. it's just annoying because it gave, at least it gave her a focus. And now, because we didn't even touch upon it this episode. I know. It just makes her, like, unbearable to watch. I don't even understand, too. Like, the writer's room or the writing. It, it's just sometimes not consistent from episode to episode. Mm. And I don't get it because it's the same creators of OC I know. and their other shows that they've done and so I'm like I don't what is happening right. here I feel like that's so much more cohesive like as far as following a story yeah you kind of get bits and pieces like we're never like on the edge of our seat no. waiting for something to come back they usually touch upon it. it like the yeah. next episode and this they constantly we're just like oh yeah we're not going to touch upon that for a while until we bring it up again kind of thing yeah I know it sucks. It's just frustrating. I feel like it just gave Serena more substance. And I get right now that we're trying to show her struggling and what she's going through. And But yeah. I'm like, ew. It's really hard to watch, though, because she's acting so petty and Awful. silly. Her and Blair are bad, bad this yeah. episode. Speaking of Blair, we're at NYU. And Blair is watching Georgina hand out flyers to a party that's going to be on the roof. And Blair... Knows what Georgina's up to, and she accuses her of trying to ruin her social standing. But Georgina says that no matter what, Blair will always be a loser at NYU. (laughs) It's just like, oh, well, truth is truth, I guess. Blair stumbles upon Dan. He's becoming King D of NYU with his funny antics during book club and everyone's like haha judy blue but yeah. that's the best thing i've ever heard like oh my god this is so embarrassing for me uh so blair goes over and she's like dan um can i come with you to georgina's party and everyone's like what the hell like why would Ge- why would blair ask for this but she knows like he's becoming the, the king of uh, nyu so later on that night they do head to the party together 
and you know, no headbands, no headbands allowed no in headband. college. Which I'm like, come on, headbands are always it's Flair's thing. They're chic. Yeah. They're chic. They are. And the two of them head up to the roof where the party is, and he does introduce her to his new friend Katie. <laughs> Dan then apologizes to Georgina for act like blowing her off and Georgina is like, it's fine, but like Blair is the one who's using you for your newfound popularity. And I appreciated when Dan said, like, I know what it's like to be the outsider, to stand alone, and he doesn't want Blair to feel left out. I'm like, okay, Padge. But he always does the right thing for some reason. Well, well. For the most. <laughs> that's like giving him. I think we're just on a Padge train. Let's not give him all the awards just yet. <laughs> But I did like that scene and also the fact of Padge is acting how I th- how can I say this? Just I think in a more relatable way of the college experience. Yeah. Like, the the labels don't fucking matter. They don't. We're all here. We just want to drink bad beer and dance. Right. I mean, that's pretty much right. there's you're friends with everybody in college. I remember yeah. when I went to college, and even though I went local, there was no, like, caste system. No. You all were all in this together. Yeah, that's how I felt, too, for the most part. I like, really did. I mean, there was no... Right. And even when I was older and I went back to school taking classes, I still didn't really oh, feel same. like that. Yeah, no. Either. I was like, oh, like, everyone's just here to learn. You hope that everyone's taking it as seriously as sure. you did or not as seriously, but... um. Then Blair, out of the blue, gets a text from someone arriving at the party. And at first, you're like, oh, maybe it's like Chuck to go pick her up or something. Yeah. But uh, we'll go back to that. Dan and Scott are discussing Vanessa and how happy she is that Dan is there and they made up. And Katie and Vanessa then come over and approach the men. And Katie flat out (laughs) calls Scott out about giving like suggesting this professor to Vanessa because he's so old school and he's just an awful professor and Scott gets like incredibly defensive he's like I didn't think I was getting quiz tonight or something and the whole group is like thrown off by his behavior like this is weird but also this whole night's been weird then Blair to make it weirder gets on the mic and announces that the party was thrown by a cool Christian <laughs> And everyone from Georgina's old Bible camp comes clap coming in with their tambourines and they're singing and they're handing out flyers. Like, this is a conversion party. And Blair's like, oh my God, guys, she's trying to convert you all to Christianity. And it's just, and Georgina's like fuming. Blair then tries to round up the whole party to get them to go to Monkey Bar. Because she reserved a table and only the cool kids can go there. And then Dan goes up to her and he's like questioning why she's doing all of this. And like, it's why do you have to still be the same old Blair? And even Vanessa gets involved telling Blair that she's just bribing the freshman to be her friend and nobody actually likes you and nobody yeah. will like you. And so she should stop doing it. But she walks away. And then Vanessa and Dan discuss how like there really is sort of still a social hierarchy in college but it doesn't have to be Blair that's going to rule the school. And so Dan takes it upon himself to go up on the mic and make an announcement calling out Blair. And his whole speech is like how everyone should be accepted and they all were tricked by Blair and they should all stay at Georgina's party. And like everyone's like, woo! Well, he does say like, oh, <laughs> let's just drink the, the beer. Yeah, and like let's just chill. Chill. And it's like, yeah, no Blair shit. has zero chill. She does not know how to well, chill. Well, it's also, when you really think about it, how sad it is. Because so all sad. she knows is to buy affection. Buy love, yeah. And Her that whole life, sucks. that's awful. And it's what she's been shown to. True. Yeah, I mean, via her parents and even kind of Chuck with his, like, gifts. Yeah. And, and so now she has her, she, Serena's back in her life as her best friend today. Today is her, is her best and friend. And she has Chuck, where they do have a deep connection, which obviously we've seen has scared them both, but now they finally committed to each other. Yeah. This is all she knows. The outside world is super scary, and all she knows is to buy them. Yeah. It's a great way of, looking at but it. But it's really fucking sad. It's sad. And you have to kind of put yourself in Blair's shoes, even though it's hard because obviously we're not like that. But Yeah, like I, it was much as a, 
it's annoying to see because I'm like, oh, here we go again. I understand what she's yeah, doing. Right. Serena just, I, mm. I think if, I don't, it's hard for me to say if it was anyone but Georgina, if Blair would go to such lengths to like make herself. What if it was like Nelly Yuki? Yeah, like she hates Georgina so much and she knows what Georgina is doing that I think it just makes her spiral. But I'm trying to think if it was like any, like what if it was just her versus Padge and like who's going to be the cool kid? No. Like, I don't know if she would be so nasty. No, because about it's, it. I think also it's female to female. Yeah, that makes it worse. The queen bee, right. you know? Yeah. So the next morning, we're at the loft where Serena is staying and Rufus does come in and apologize for blowing up on her. And the two do talk about why she deferred Brown and she knows it was the right decision and she was only really going for Lily's benefit. So Rufus does say that he did the same thing when he was at Rutgers. He did defer a year. He wanted to pursue his career in music and Serena is actually, she's happy he said that and that he did it for a purpose, but she doesn't really even know what her purpose to decline it was, which is sad. Yeah. Um, Then Rufus tells her that he will help tell Lily with her and he does want to be a father figure and not just one of Lily's husbands. Very sweet moment. So sweet. I love this. Serena then later meets up with Blair at the Met steps as they have done through their whole high school career. And they're even talking about high school and how like, why can't we just go back there? But mostly Blair saying, I would just want to be here and just be Blair Waldorf. But, um, she does see how Serena's like trying to change and she looks better than she's been. And they both have new challenges this year with Blair figuring out her place at NYU and Serena pretty much figuring out her whole purpose in life. And not going to Brown. And not going to Brown. Serena leaves then to see Carter and she apologizes to him, says that you're not my bad habit. And she claims he understands her like no one else does. And she trusts him and the two kiss. (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't want anything anyone else but him and they, they kiss for now for now Blair arrives a scene that I did find to be sweet too, I said this twice last week and this week two sweet Chuck uh, chair moments but Blair arrives at the palace to find Chuck sleeping in bed and decides to crawl in with him and cuddles him from behind He's she's the big spoon it's cute and she tells him that he was right about the dorms and she doesn't know what she was thinking and she can tell he's there's something up with him and wonders if he's okay, and which she replies, I am now. Aw, did you think it was sweet? I feel nothing towards them, <laughs> but I didn't hate it. Okay. So, there you go. What we do hate is Scott. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, kind of. I just can't take him seriously. Me? I can't either. I don't know what it is. I cannot point I also, pinpoint it. I think, too, we've talked about this off mic I think maybe the actor they chose to portray the son of Lily and Rufy is not what we imagined him to be. Yeah, and also it's just not coming through on screen for me. Yeah, right. It's like it just seems like this random guy that they threw in. Yeah, it's just not fitting. But maybe as time goes on, it'll seem to work. I'm not sure. Mm, Not sure about that. Uh, But we have a scene where Scott is apologizing to Vanessa for acting really weird and gives her a list of all of his teachers that he approves of, which it's like, all right, he had to have gotten this off right, my professor, like, right? quote unquote, You didn't actually list. have these professors. Uh, you don't go there. Right. <laughs> or maybe you do, but also how you just, you wouldn't know. You just wouldn't know. Uh, he also questions Vanessa on Dan's big speech that night and how, is that what he's normally like? And Vanessa's like, no, that's really unlike him, actually. So you can see uh, Scott trying to dig more into his brother. And then Vanessa calls Dan to see if he wants to hang out with them and discuss the party. Download. Uh, download. download on it. <laughs> the DL on the party. Yeah. Um, and Dan answers, and he's very hungover on the roof still. And declines the invite. And then as we pan out, it's revealed that he was sleeping on this bench chair whatever with Georgina and then the two kiss each other like they have been kissing it's really strange too because he's fully clothed he's just it's like sleeping almost like he fell asleep in a chair like he just fell asleep sitting yeah and she's also fully clothed with her head on his lap right and so maybe they were just up 
talking all night. I think that's what it was. And they get up and then they like, oh, good morning. They kiss. Like, let's continue. But nothing sexual unless they fold around. Right. That's how Um, it came off. Okay. Well, later on, we do, uh, people do pose the question for you. Okay, cool. We have to talk about this extremely tiny, minuscule subplot in this episode. While all the other kids are at orientation, Nate doesn't have one for Columbia, it seems, because he's been shacking up with Bree. I'm like, wait, Nate doesn't have an orientation for Columbia? Serena went off to Brown. The rest of them went to NYU. He doesn't have one for Columbia. But he and Bree are laying low in her family's apartment. They're sneaking around. And Bree thinks if they had an actual relationship that they would end up hating each other and break up. Uh huh. In Nate's attempt to prove her wrong, they decide to spend 24 hours together in that small apartment to fast forward through their entire relationship and get sick of each other. Okay, first, there's so many problems with this. (laughs) These two are in... First, they're so infatuated with each other. Very. And... They already realized last episode that they like each other and obviously sexually attracted to each other. So spending 24 hours together where you're just going to like gonna keep doing it. doing it and eating <laughs> and then doing it again and having like light talks. Like it's the best part of a relationship. Right? That's all you want to do. Right. You just want to talk, hang up and all night, like make out, have sex, whatever, get to know each other. And then then that's when it gets difficult. Yeah. But yeah, clearly a side plot here. And then Nate and Brie open up to each other. You can see during the course of their 24 hours. And then she wants to explore his pants. <laughs> not well, his what's pants in the are pants. on the floor. Yeah, what's in the pockets, but not <laughs> like his penis. I don't really know. And so well, she finds his boarding pass from London, which she at first she thinks is gross because she thought he didn't wash his pants since they've <laughs> met. But he claims he kept it for sentimental purpose between the two of them, which very sweet, Nate. Sure, if it was but me, like, I'd be like, oh man, <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess I would too. Yeah, uh, and then Bree is like, oh, I might have to revise my theory on our relationship after finding out how sweet Nate is. And then eventually, after their twenty-four hours are done, Bree gets a phone call from her family. They know about them sneaking around, but she's willing to risk it. Her family not accepting them. Yeah. Yeah. Every time Nate appeared on screen, I was like, oh, I forgot about you. Yeah. You're like, oh, third time I forgot Third time about I forgot about this because I was so wrapped yeah, up in the other it's stuff. Just, they didn't even, why even need to include them in this episode? Well, there was no need. We did yeah. not need it. We could have just followed up with it next week. Oh, Bree and I decided to be in a relationship or like whatever. That, they could have kept out. Give me Serena and dad stuff instead. Yeah. We don't like, need... give us a little bit closer. What are we figuring out about the dad? Yeah. Um, but that's the, where the summary ends. So you predicted Serena wasn't going to Brown. I mean, come on. It was quite obvious. Yeah. So what do you think is her next step? Or what do you think would be a good move for her? What would she be good at? Well, I definitely would like her to get a job. I want to see the conversation go down with her and Lily Mm -hmm. and Rufus obviously assisting on that. And if she's going to be with Carter, then I need to see dad stuff. That's what I'm going to keep hoping for. Why would we open up the season with that? Why would we leave last season with that? Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's get a little bit closer. Even if we don't see dad for like four episodes, give a nugget. Right. Give us a little nugget. To see that she's still working on it. Yeah. And Carter somehow is in this whatever. And also, I mean, Lily's mother. How is Lily's mother doing, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to pass away? Cece? Right, Cece. So that'll have to come. Yeah, it will. Yeah. So we will take a short break, and we'll come back with our segments and questions. Very excited. Okay. Welcome back from break. Um, I'm going to start with some trivia, as always. We do have um, some of the film School Rejects review in this episode as well, so I'm excited. Uh, The episode title is based off the movie The Freshman. Mm -hmm. 
The Freshman was watched by 1.97 million viewers and received mixed reviews. Michelle Graham from Film School Rejects reviewed the episode. Despite a low-quality start to the season, this episode certainly went a long way towards redeeming that slip. Blair and Chuck's move from unstable pair playing games to stay fresh to a couple that support each other through the rough patches was very plausible, showing a strength to their relationship that we've seen flashes of up until now. Graham praised Georgina's return, stating that the character brought some humor and extra life to the episode. On reviewing other characters, Graham found Serena and Chuck's storyline predictable and dumb and was not par with the other storylines in the episode. Graham continued on negatively reviewing the relationship between Nate and Bree, but was surprised by Dan's storyline. Happily, Dan's meteoric rise to the top of the college social food chain was unexpected and had some enjoyable results, not to mention shockingly stupid. <laughs> So thank you, Michelle Graham. Yeah. Uh, music in this episode, we had Embers by Hip Stars Inc., Good Girls Go Bad by Cobra Starship featuring Leighton Meester, 1901 by Phoenix, Hot Mess by Cobra Starship and, Starship, and Summons by Names in Vain. All right. We're going to go over to our questions and comments. Start out with our Instagram questions. We have at steve.n asks, what do we think about the following dynamics? Georgina and Blair, Vanessa and Georgina, and Dan and Georgina. So we'll start with Georgina and Blair. What do you think about their dynamic? It's like a (laughs) ping pong game. Yeah. Who's going to be on top? Who's going to be on top? This is going to go on for a little while. Part of me thought when Blair went to Chuck to visit him and have her sweet moment, where she was like, Dorm is not, Mm. you were right. She should just move out and live with him. Okay. But she's too competitive. Even though she just got kind of shown of, okay, maybe this isn't, this isn't, college isn't like high school. Right. But that's not in Blair's nature. As much as I want Blair to change, she's not going to change overnight. No, it's not going to happen overnight. So I'm sure there'll be more cat fights. Mm-hmm. What about Vanessa and Georgina? I can see them becoming friends because now it looks like Paige and Georgina have a thing. Do you think it's a manipulation friendship, though, or like she actually likes Vanessa? I really don't know. Mm. I'm really, I cannot read Georgina at all. And I don't even have a gut feeling about her because I can see it going both ways. Both ways, I know. It's really difficult. (laughs) What her, her motive is here, what she's doing, was she actually Christian- Right? Was that whole thing a lie? Did that work? Is it she a chameleon? If she's in a space, she becomes that. Mm. Uh, Dan and Georgina. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, so as I'm watching this episode and realize I was most excited for Padge's storyline, I think because it's the most relatable. Yeah. And it's also the first time seeing him. Okay, Liam. He's just... (laughs) It's the first time seeing an exciting storyline. For him? For him and also something where I could be like, oh, this isn't that lame. Like, it's not, I don't know. I I just like it. I like it. Right, for Gossip Girl, I liked the normalcy of it a little bit. Yeah, thank you. Because it it was more like, oh, any high school, you know, any teen drama we we could watch, we could like put them in college and they yeah. would do the same thing. Yeah. Blair, she's like on another level. Serena, no, not relating to her at all. No. So like the only people we can relate to are Vanessa and Dan and Georgina, like making new friends, trying to be yeah. on everyone's good graces. Um, at grace.borgia asks, do you think Blair will adjust to NYU? I think so. Just not the dorm life. It's going to be tough for okay. a while. Yeah. I don't would like her to actually make friends. Right. Like be someone who people want to hang out with. I don't know if they're going to introduce new characters to just serve as Blair's friend because obviously this is a teen drama and a soap opera. So we introduce someone, there's going to be a reason why they're here and right. not just to be the good friend. Right. It's true. Unfortunately. I know that's true. 
Um, thank you guys at Dell underscore Vasto states that he gave a Sag award out when Dan let Serena stay at the loft. He really loved that whole scene. Really love. (laughs) (laughs) He'd rather go to Georgina and Vanessa's party over Blair. Blair was just coming on way too strong and found her to be quite annoying in this episode. 100%. It's just Blair doesn't know how to do any other way. Right. And he enjoyed when Padge called her out in front of the whole school. Yeah. Yeah. He also mentions that he really enjoys our Zoom chats and Netflix parties. And if you're humming and hawing about becoming a pledge, do it. It's cheaper than a Netflix subscription and the content is better. Mike. Mike. <laughs> you're too sweet. There's no way we're better than Netflix. Right? But thank you they so much. They have so much. <laughs> I know. We, they have so much. They have so much, but yet so little at the same time. You're like always trying to find something to watch. It's currently what I'm going through. <laughs> sucks. You guys let us know what you're watching on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, his question, do you think something happened between Paj and Georgina or they just fell asleep? I think they just fell asleep and maybe made out a maybe little bit. Maybe like had a first kiss. Well, not first because they I don't had think a kiss. First. I think maybe they had a good night under the stars, Romantic. talked, kissed, and then woke up like, oh, let's continue this. I like you. The thing, though, I hope this one night of coolness doesn't change Padge. Okay. Either stay this way and keep on this like uh, new college vibe. Don't become like I'm right, like too big for my bridges. Right, you like know? a pretentious asshole, which he has a tendency to be. But and- when he's smarter than other people, but now everyone's probably just as smart as him. Correct. So you know, it's also a little hard to believe for me. That he would be interested in someone like Georgina. Yeah. I know. She's same. such a hot and cold character that that maybe, you know, Padge had Serena. He was so hung up on her forever. And now she's kind of like his sister. Right. And that's it. And Vanessa's the best friend who's now with his <laughs> brother. Scott. So there's a lot of family things. Happening. Yeah. Lots of family stuff going on. Yeah. At Letitia underscore Dominique states that she really liked this episode. And on the deleted scenes, we do have a scene where Scott tells Vanessa which professors to take originally. So we do get to see that play out before the whole big scene. And to go back to our question last week, Tish thinks that Scott is 20 or 21 because Lily does say she hasn't seen Rufus in over 20 years in the first season. But then on Patreon today, Jess told us that this has to be wrong because based off of the wiki page, Lily was born in 1966, which means she would be 19 when she had Scott, which we originally thought. So he would have been born in 1985, which is two years older than two years after we saw her in Valley Girls. And then Serena and Dan were both born in 1991, so Scott should be six years older than them. So it's pretty strange if he would be 24, 25 going to college unless he's, like, going for his doctorate or something. So they definitely messed up with that. Or he – yeah, I'm right. It's just we don't even know what he is – he's What is he even in school for? Right. And (laughs) obviously he's playing off a sophomore because he already had these professors. Right. Or Which is like or junior? What are you? What's he trying to? Pose I don't know. As? We don't even. They never tell us, so it's hard hmm. to say. Interesting. Yeah. So thank you for thank following you. up that. Tish actually was also incredibly annoyed by Serena in this episode with all of her lying. She is trying to understand how scared she is for her future and everything that happened with her father and how that's affecting her choices. But like enough is enough already. Yeah. Great. Yes. And she, like most of our listeners, felt the Nate storyline to be boring and was also happy to see Chuck growing up a little bit. Tish changed her rating from last week's episode to a two out of three glasses of gossip and this week a 2.5 out of three. (laughs) Her questions. Michelle, what do you think will come of Nate and Brie? (laughs) I forgot about them already. Right. You just keep forgetting about them. Okay. But what do I think will come of them? I think they'll keep sneaking around. It's so hard because I just don't care. And, And like you said... Why are all of his relationships like this? They're always like this. We're always hiding. We're always like, everything's like super fast. And then they completely screech a halt. It's like, it's it's always like that with him. It's also hard to think about because we saw them, 
<laughs> even though we cut to them a couple of times, the amount of time we spent with them was so small. So it's hard for me to right. put weight and thought into That's what true. I think this couple is going to end up. Frankly, if they fizzled out, I don't care. I don't. I have no emotional attachment to Brie and Nate. Same. She also asked, how long do you think Serena and Carter will last? Not long. Same as, same as Brie and Nate. <laughs> yeah, at least that, to me, I feel like I can have more of an opinion on because we know a little bit more about Carter. Obviously, we know Serena. Not long. Yeah. Not long at all. Maybe when... Blair is not aware of her and Carter. Well, she tried uh, to get the restraining order against him. I don't think anyone knows... Th- the Except for extent Chuck. of their relationship, yeah. Well, but even I don't think she'll even tell Chuck how far it's going yeah. to progress because he doesn't like him, right? So this is going to be sneaking around. So it's a little sneaky, yeah. Uh, four so. episodes. Oh, four episodes for Brie and Nate and Serena. And no, just Serena and Carter. I have no four idea about episodes. Brie. Okay, yeah. At Muse Chick says that she liked the Sage moment in this episode, but she doesn't understand why Serena can't confine in Padge. Instead of Carter, she wishes to he she would just ask Padge for advice. I'm glad she's or not. even Rufus. I'm glad she's not. <laughs> she was upset by Serena's actions towards Chuck and wants to see Chuck become the businessman. She liked the chair cuddle moment. She thought it was cute, and she thinks that Logan Lerman would play a good young Rufus. Michelle and I had to look up who Logan Lerman was. He's from Percy Jackson and The Perks of Being a Wallflower. And I think that would be a good choice. Yeah, a good casting choice. Yeah. Her question, which we sort of answered before, do you think Blair will move in with Chuck sooner and not live at the dorms? I think she'll be spending more time there. I don't think she's going to move in right away. Just yet? Yeah. Yeah. Email from Sean. He thought the hookup between Padge and Georgie was really random, and Padge could have just been nice to her without having to sleep with her. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. And he says, as much as it bothers him to say it, Serena is being a weirdo this season, and he's not a fan of her lying. Well, at least well, she doesn't like liars. She doesn't like it. We don't like it either. So funny. Michaela in her email says the NYU freshman looks so old. She worked summer orientation in college and the freshmen look like babies. She can appreciate that Serena's not excited about college, but isn't college supposed to be where you figure stuff out? And Brown lets you design your own major if one of their 80 choices doesn't interest you. And she would have had four semesters to figure it out. She also finds Blair to be out of touch with normal people and feels as though Rufus is a great father. Yeah. Or a great with fatherly advice. Yeah. Her question was, how was your college move-in week? She <laughs> didn't have this much freedom during hers. So uh, for us, we could talk about, I guess, our orientation since we both didn't really go away to school. I, mean, I really do remember my <laughs> I remember my orientation. orientation. Did you have to do the name <sighs> game? the worst. We're like, Marvelous Michelle. Yeah, like, luckily we're... Um, so Michelle and I both went to a commuter school and then we both went to a, two years at a four-year college. And I remember my four-year college orientation better than the my commuter school orientation. My commuter school orientation was kind of like you took like aptitude tests and, oh, right? Yeah. Do you remember that? But I actually remember meeting and taking Other people a tour of yeah. the commuter college. But I remember like it being a really small group. Yeah, it was, yeah. And then at the four-year college, I remember that, I remember my mom went with me because we didn't really realize it was like orient. Oh no, 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 that was at that was at Suffolk, at St. Joe's. I remember like being in a cafeteria with all of like the upcoming people who are transferring from other schools. So like I got to meet other people that were transferring, and it was cool. Like we just had like a luncheon kind of thing and got to know each other. But yeah, I hate those kind of things. I do not. Remember. <laughs> I don't thrive. <laughs> I don't remember starting the what, what happened was so after i graduated from the commuter school suffolk community college we can say it <laughs> suffolk community college i took one semester at stony brook university oh my god I do you totally remember that i forgot about that which was the worst semester of my life the only good thing about that was i was f- with friends yeah i was with kyle mm-hmm. And, I remember that. Yeah. And then in January is when I started New York Institute of Technology. And so there was no orientation. Mm-hmm. You kind of just were filtered in. Yeah. You just went in. So I kind of went on my own and drove around that campus just to get my bearings and everything. That's a really nice campus. It's very nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, they have, um, I can't think of that mansion that's there. Yes, it. I know, my cousin had their engagement yeah, party Yeah, and there. they have shot <laughs> music videos there yeah, really and cool. movies. And in the basement of that is communication arts, which is all like the TV and Yeah, I remember my sister, they have this library that's all pink. Yeah. She was like obsessed when we went yep. there. Yeah, really nice. But uh, that is all of our questions and comments Thanks, for tonight. Guys. Thank you so much for sending them our way. We can go into our fashion and headbands. I had six headbands tonight. I did too. Oh, nice. Finally. I liked um, that paisley-ish green gray button down from Padge in the first scene. Me too. I like Padge's hair. I like Padge's skin tone. He doesn't look like a vampire. His (laughs) lips are not cold. His lips are not blue anymore. I know. It's crazy. Uh, loved that orangey red romper that Serena was Me wearing. Me too. Yeah, so yeah. cute. I liked Vanessa's pink earrings. They kind of look like leaves. I mean, yes. like a plant. Yes, leaf. yes. Uh, I liked Blair's yellow shorts, the mustard yeah. shorts. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the top so much, but I liked the mustard yeah. shorts. Loved that tie dye pink uh, vest. Vest. Love that from too. Serena. That would be so on par for now. Oh yeah. I also liked. Uh, she had a very dark green like leather handbag yep that looked really nice and then Blair's hot pink shoes yep that's what I had to love Love those Mm -hmm. Tish liked Serena's outfit when packing that like purpley uh, blue vest with the long necklace that you said looked weird because she's wearing a really long long necklace necklace. it went down to her yeah uh, but knees. hated Blair's outfit to orientation. Why would she be wearing heels to orientation? <laughs> the whole thing was just over the top, but that's Blair. So over the top. My God. Do you have any other fashion? That's it. Yeah. Quotes. I can tell by looking around this room that none of you are from New York City. Riverdale doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> College degree is like having an accessory. It is. Welcome to college, B. This is going to be a blast. Yeah. I don't know if this was verbatim, but Blair Waldorf needing Dan Humphrey to rescue her from social extinction. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus and I have redefined our relationship. No headbands in college. Nope. You mean he dumped you because he found out you were Satan? We thought little lamb would be gone for good. Look, sis, to people like us, that's it. Look, sis, to people like us, college degrees are just an accessory. Dan's a writer? (laughs) Blair knows nothing about him. All right, we'll go into MVP and shittiest. Yeah. Uh, The consensus was true to what I believe to be the MVP and shittiest for this week. I'm sure I'll agree as well. Uh, MVP on three... Two, one, patch. Oh, I chose patch. And okay. we did the same as last week. I know. Two weeks in a row here. Yeah. Um, I chose Rufus uh, because of pretty much the same reasons last week. He wants to help out Lily's kids and doesn't want to become another number to her. And he offered, offered good advice to Serena and parented her in the best way he knew possible. So I give it to him. But my blue ribbon was Dan. Patch. Yeah, I totally agree with your choice for Rufus. I gave it to Padge because I think this is a storyline that I'm excited to see play mm-hmm. out. And most of the things he did in this episode, I was, I was like, okay, Padge. Yeah. I'm here for it. Okay, Padge. Yeah. I said before, like, he does tend to do the right thing. Um, and, like, he knows what it's like to be on the outside. He wants to put himself in Blair's shoes. Tish and Sean also give their MVP to Padge for standing up for Georgina. I just also don't understand Blair being like, oh, we don't know each other. It's like you and Padge have worked together in the past. You've been in the same social circle now for a year or whatever. Like Vanessa, okay. Yeah, that's fine. But you know him. It's like this, I don't know. Do real people act no. like this in life? No. no. I don't think they do. <laughs> Just play. Why would you work with someone or be on the same team at one point and be like, oh, okay, we don't know each other. I can't associate with yeah, you. Yeah, like last episode, they were teaming up to get Carter right. the restraining right. runner. They could be friends. Yes. Yeah, she's silly sometimes. Um, shittiest. Three, mm-hmm. two, two, one. Serena. Serena. Without a doubt. 
without a doubt. The most, the most annoying. She made me so angry. And then when she screwed, what made it the worst was when she screwed over Chuck's plans. Like not even, like I, you know, Chuck's not my favorite character at this point, but I was mad that she did Same. that and I was upset for him because like he's trying to turn his life around and be better than his father was and she just fucked it up. Yeah. So frustrating. She's sad with her life so she has to go She's, and destroy the other. Exactly. And Tish and Sean agree Serena was the shittiest for lying. But, uh, why do we have to she lie? Hates liars. She I hates can't let liars. it go. I can't let I know. I hate Me liars. Too. We should I should make a post of Serena saying I hate liars and then every single time from season one to season six of how many times she's lied. Because I bet you I would be having pages and pages of notes That's a on Gossip that. Girl Blast, right? It there. is a gossip girl blast. I am gossip girl this week. Patron of the week, excitement. Yeah. <laughs> it's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. So last week we uh, included an ad for one of our very own patrons podcast, Caffeinated Crimes, a true crime podcast. We wanted to thank fellow podcaster Jacqueline for hey, joining girl. the network. Uh, it's so heartwarming that you enjoyed our little pod so much that you decided to join us over on our Patreon fan. Thank you so like, much. What? Uh, we linked Jacqueline and Courtney's ad in last week's episode, but I will post it again in this week's show notes in case you missed it. Uh, so thank you, Jacqueline, a.k.a. Jack Attack. Jack Attack. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love you, Jack Attack. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you the title for next Yay, week. I'm ready. Our three gossip words. Three gossip words. I'm excited for next week. I know I said this week was a good week. Next week, I feel, is even better. And then the week after that's even better. Because the week after that... It's not. No. Uh, I was going to give you a little teaser. The week after that is Mike's favorite side character comes in. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. So, so how many weeks is that? Four? Sorry. Not next week, the week after. So two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very excited because I just watched these next upcoming two episodes and I'm like, all right. Like I was like actually, actually at the edge of my seat like, oh shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know. Um, so the title for next week is called The Lost Boy. Is this about Nate? Because <laughs> he is a you lost know, boy. It's really actually not about Nate. <laughs> and my three gossip words are auction, strings, secret. So vague. <laughs> Very fitting for Gossip Girl. Right? I know. I, I could use secret in every single Everyone. episode. But this time it really is a secret. Well, is it <laughs> Scott? The only thing I can think of, a lost boy... Scott is lost. Mm. He's trying to figure out. I could be way cold on this, but obviously he's trying to make his way in of getting to know Padge, getting to know the parents. He's lying to Vanessa. I still think this is not genuine. I think it's just kind of this mm. worked out. Mm -hmm. How okay. convenient. Yeah. Now I'm dating someone who's like friends with the person that I need to get near. Right. Uh, in terms of an auction, some kind of hoity-toity event. Mm -hmm. Uh, strings having to do with Georgina and Padge, no strings attached or strings attached. And then the giant secret, again, either having to deal with Scott or having to deal with Padge and Georgina keeping their relationship a secret. Mm. Or it could also be with Carter and Serena keeping their relationship a secret. You're, you're quite warm. Thank you you're very much. You're quite warm. Very good. Uh, who do you think is Gossip Girl? Um, just for funsies, let's give it to Katie. Katie! Yeah, because she's a stalker and overhears and just a fan of Padge's work. I know. I don't even recall him saying my name is Dan Humphrey. Right, and she just knew it, so she's obviously just around and at this point. Mm, I know. Something's up we'll with her. We'll just give it to her. <laughs> Katie. Uh, Tish, who's also a newbie, believes this week that Vanessa is Gossip Girl because okay. she was around when most of the gossip happened. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> yes, but Katie and Vanessa are great choices yeah. all around. Well, that's where we end this episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, please do on all of our social media. We're Three Gossip Girls Pod everywhere. You can reach us at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us a little 
treat of an email. We love to get emails. If you're interested in joining our little Patreon family, maybe you want to be patron of the week, maybe you want to get behind the scenes goodies, you can head over to ittakes3network.com and make a pledge over there. We do have two tiers now, a $4.99 tier and a $7.99 tier. So if you want to check that out, the link will be in the description below as always. And we will see you guys next week for The Lost Boy. We will be on season three, episode three already. I mean, jeez. And we start Let's Talk OC again next week, guys. Like, I mean, things are happening. Time is flying. July is is next week. I know, time is really flying. So we're having anxiety over here. (laughs) And I hope you guys have a great week. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.